You're listening to the smartest guys in marketing, the best show on the planet for client businesses to learn about traffic, funnels, sales, conversions, and marketing coolness. Chris and Taylor are the founders of Traffic and Funnels, a digital marketing consultancy helping you get paid clients from cold traffic daily. Now, here are your hosts, Chris and Taylor. Welcome to the Smartest Guys in Marketing podcast here with your humble hosts, Chris Evans and Taylor Welch. Dude, I'm the humblest man in the world. This week has been amazing because it's been like 60 degrees every morning. It's summertime. And I'm just over here living my best life. You know what I mean? It's been a it's been amazing for more reasons than that. That is a reason. But uh we're coming out of an amazing season, but an intense season. The dark night of the soul. That's what we're gonna talk about today. Four lessons from scrapping our programs and starting over. No, that is not a marketing headline. We legit recently destroyed all of our programs and rebuilt them. Why? It's true. <laughs> That's the dumbest thing anybody would do. Oh, man. <laughs> I just am laughing so I don't cry. No, I'm just kidding. No, we, you know, me and Chris, if you follow us for a while, uh, we talk about clients all the time. We're in this game for clients. You know, there's a certain point, and this sounds like, you know, this might sound bougie of me to say, but I'm going to say it anyway because you signed up to get the truth and nothing but the truth. If you can't handle the truth, goodbye. Ooh, what a roll that was, today. That was pretty tight. That was pretty tight and punchy. There's there's a certain point where like more money doesn't do anything for you. Um, there's just not a lot. You know, Chris, we talk about this like every Christmas. It's like people are like, you know, your parents are like, what do I get you for Christmas? It's like, I don't know. I was, I don't, I, there's nothing I can't buy for myself. Lindsay's birthday is coming up. And by the time this drops, it'll probably be after her birthday. So I can talk about this, but it's like, you know, her friends are asking me, like, what should they get her? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I've bought her every, like, she has what she wants. Like, there's really nothing she can't just go buy on her own. And it's kind of the point of, like, you got to really decide what you're doing this for after money is not really a motivator anymore. Yeah. Is that weird to talk? Is that weird to say? No, I think there's different stages, and you might not realize it um, if you're in the beginning stage. The, the beginning stage or stage one is figuring out how to get the money and, and getting the money. So you're like in yeah. the survival thing. That's where we were when we started Traffic and Funnels. It was all about, oh my God, okay, we've got to pay the bills, you know, yep. keep it rolling, um, especially risking and, and leaving everything that we knew behind. Um, and then once you get there and you actually get into the stage of momentum and you're actually collecting money, you're stacking money, you're building a war chest, um, it, everything is completely different. That's a great place to be because you are – completely able to operate out of the right motivation and yeah. that is helping other people get what they want yeah and that's Totes. the place when you get there I, I feel like and i i mean we've just seen this across the board um you have absolute power to transform and have a tremendous impact on a lot of people's lives and to be at a place where if it comes down to you have to just scrap everything and start over for the sake of bettering your client's life, you do that because it's the right thing to do. Toast me goats. Toast me goats, bro. All right. So like, yeah, that leads us back to like why we do it. So honestly, like when you look at TF and Client Kid and uh, you know, all of all of the different things we're doing, even had a conversation with somebody who works at another company today and telling them how old we are and our company and how much revenue, they're like, What in the world? Like, are you guys or how like, young we are? 
packaging cocaine and selling this to people like how are you guys growing so fast it's like we are legitimately like we're, we're leagues above what i think everybody else is doing in in this space that's not to deflate you it's just to kind of give you perspective on how we make decisions you know there are some great people um in this marketing world and we've hired the best of the best to mentor us um in certain areas and i think vice versa you guys like you know got frank kern who's like one of the best and we love working with Kern, Jay Abraham, who we've been working with uh, one-on-one guys like Sam ovens who are really helping people become uh, consultants at the beginning of their journey. But when it comes to like customizing the offer, creating the advertising that fixes the lead flow, mastering the consultative selling and enrollment process, dude, there's nothing like our stuff. There's nothing on the planet. We hired a consultant to come in and, and look, get eyes on our stuff. This was like three months ago. He bought every other competing program on the market. He compared them with those programs. And he's like, you guys have the best program on the market. You have the most results coming out. You have the best program. Down. At the end of, yeah, he was very confident in this. And it was good to hear. And we're like, okay, thank you. Screw you. We're going to scrap it all anyways. <laughs> we did, didn't listen to him at all. But it's because at the end of the day, like, um, there were a couple of areas that we felt like our clients were not getting the best of us that they could. And although it would have been easier to keep it how it was, easier is not always better long-term. You know, anything to add before I keep going there? Well, I just say something that's different about us is we don't care about ego. We don't care about our own ego. What we care about is as many people as humanly possible getting results and getting what they want in life. Uh, To taste what we've tasted, that's freedom. That's joy. That's happiness. That's the ability taste, to buy taste the your good wife milk. a Kate Spade bag whenever she wants, whatever it is. Um, and so that's the thing that we care about the most at the end of the day. And so we dove in and we asked our, our clients, tell us what you feel like is not working for you in regards to this process, this program, how you feel about it, the clarity. And we just said, be 100% honest. There's no judgment. We're not going to come back at you and say, oh, well, you suck. It's not us. It's you. You suck. And um, that gave us the opportunity just to dig deep and say, okay, we can do things better. Even though, according to this consultant, we were already the best and our results are ridiculous and case studies all over the internet, um, you know, we still, that just wasn't enough. We had to go deeper and just dig, dig, dig for better performance for our, our clientele. Which brings up an interesting point. If you ask 10 people off the street, hey, how do you deal with competition? You'll get 10 different answers. People be like, oh, you lie about them or oh, you spend more money in advertising. It's like, you know, the old Dan Kennedy, who's one of our you know, older mentors is like, you know, he who can spend the most to acquire a customer wins. Yep. Well, that is extremely one-sided. It lacks the other 50% of the equation where it's like, dude, just because you can spend more money to acquire a customer, like if you get sued in the process because you're lying to your customers, you see like it's missing all of the fulfillment side. So it's like the way you deal with competition is you improve. That's it. So it's like if, if you want to make life, in, you know, extremely difficult on your com- competitors, you make your stuff so much better that they're like out of breath trying to keep up. It reminds yeah. me of the, uh, Chick-fil-A story um, back in the day where Chick-fil-A was getting beat up by Church's Chicken. And Church's Chicken, this is a true story, 
Truett Cathy, the founder of Chick-fil-A, is sitting in a board meeting um, kind of discussing what to do because Church's Chicken was adding more stores than Chick-fil-A. They were taking over more market and his board is like, we have to create new stores. We have to go to this market. We have to get bigger. We have to, and he, he, true Kathy is, is a reserved person, but he slams his hands on the table and he says, gentlemen, we have to get better and our customers will demand that we get bigger. You don't get bigger before you get better. And so many people have this so mm-hmm. wrong where it's like, you know what? I have to grow. So I'm going to go spend more money on advertising or I have to grow. So I'm going to do this. I have to grow and I have to beat this competitor. And I have to beat this competitor. And for us, we, we see it really as like the way that we fight off competition and the way we, we take over is not just by like, Hey, let's just try to get as big as we can. It's let's get as good as we can. So good. In fact, that people require us to grow. And that's what's happening. We are at yeah. capacity on upper echelon. We're hitting capacity in like even client kit where it's like, you know, we're at a place where it's like we our stuff now is so good that we're like having to hire new people to facilitate taking more clients. And it's amazing because we haven't had to play dirty. We haven't had to do anything your mama wouldn't want us to do. You know, like we've just made things so much better that it's inevitable. Which is what our competitors do. I do the the things that people say about us that are amazing. You know, the competitors, it's just man, it's unbelievable. It's like your it's mom amazing. would be so disappointed in you if she knew what you, you were saying about other people. <laughs> yeah, your mom would disown you if she knew that. <laughs> you know, and therein anyways lies the point. All right, so anyways, like one of the biggest pieces of feedback that we got was, um, you know, the the program's amazing, but I just feel like I'm kind of getting lost, um, or you know, there's so much that I can't implement that I don't know what to implement. And so really what we saw is like holistically as, as a program with the market and everything, you know, we were operating as like a group program with a little bit of one-on-one elements here and there. And we've kind of pivoted to where, you know, client kid is a one-on-one program. We are taking with out all elements. of these with some group elements, but it's primarily a one-on-one service where it's like, it's easy if you're one in a crowd of 40 to kind of hide in the corner, but it's very difficult if you're one, in a crowd of one, where are you going to hide? <laughs> like, where are you going to yeah. go, bro? Like you got to do your work because uh, we're actually engaging with you in a one-on-one fashion. So four, four kind of main areas that we've identified where people struggle, mindset, performance, sales and enrollment, ads and traffic, copy and messaging, and everything is one-on-one. It's probably the most adaptable type of program on the market because there's nowhere to hide. No matter where you come in, uh, we are chasing you down and it's very one-on-one. And so all of this comes back down to like, we changed things based on where people were getting stuck and now they're no longer getting stuck. And the results have been pretty phenomenal. Yeah. What we've realized is people have failed um, too often without actually getting the result that they want. Like what we understand and we know is that failure is part of the process, but not if you stop or not if you quit. And so many people in the market have gone to our competitors or gone to other people uh, in a group setting that just hasn't worked. They didn't get a customized plan of what we do and how we, you know, just build out custom strategy for our clients. And so that's the thing. We had to innovate that. We had to go and say, all right, well, we, these people are failing with other competitors and things they're doing. And the reason why is because they weren't getting that one-on-one attention. They weren't being pulled out of the shadows into the light, called on their BS to actually get the results 
that they've been dreaming about, thinking about, journeying about for years. And so now we're seeing yeah. this and anything less than hundred percent is unacceptable. And that is the message to our team. That's the message to all the people that work with us. That is the goal. You talk to anybody else, they'll be like, Oh my God, that's, that's impossible. No way. There's no way that can happen. But that is our goal. That's what we want to attain. Um, and that's why we're implementing these changes and why we're just like, you know what? We just got to burn it all down because we believe that we can get there. Um, so, yeah. If you happen to our groups and stuff like on Facebook and everything, you'll see some of the feedback coming out of it. And people are just like, Oh my God, this is like so different than anything else. But let's, uh, you want to hop into like maybe four lessons from the trenches. <clears throat> yes. Is that, you know, we don't have to give anything uh, tangible. We could just talk about, just talk about this stuff all day, but we can probably give them some lessons from the last month or two. Yeah. You want to go you first want to go or first? you go first, man? I'll go first. One thing is that, I, how about you go first? <laughs> that's what I just said. But you know, uh, since I'm the more humble one, uh, you know, I'll wow. bow out and just let you go. No, here's, here's a, one of the lessons that we learned. You're going to have to do the hard things for the sake of, of your clients. And I tell you what, man, it was a hard thing to just scrap. We were making a lot of money still, right? Like it's like we had a decline in revenue, but it wasn't the best for our clients. And so we were like, you know what? We're going to go to bat for our clients. We're going to strip everything away, peel the onion back, get down into the, the mud and figure out how to make this better for our clients. Even though it was painful for us, it was stressful for us. Dude, our team experienced a major whiplash because we were like, hell no, we can do better. And they're like, oh my God. <laughs> like, I don't know if you guys have been on one of those roller coasters that just jerk you all over the place and go or back and forth. Yeah, that'll make you want to throw up. But <laughs> yeah, so that's what you have to be willing to do if you are truly a client centric expert, right? If you put your clients wants, needs and desires above your own, you have to be willing to do that. Yeah. One of the things to add here is just like, when you look at the greats, like the greats, I'm not talking like in the internet marketing, I'm talking like the greatest of all time. You look at Jeff Bezos, the wealthiest man in the world right now. You look at uh, the late great Steve Jobs, business titans who created dynasties, they are so crazily obsessed with the product and how it impacts their customers that it's like nothing else really matters. Yeah. So if you've read like the, I don't know if you've read the biography or the, the autobiography, whatever, of Steve Jobs or the everything store about Bezos or, um, Elon Musk, dude, these guys are like literally obsessed to the point of dreaming about like their products and how to make them better. And dude, marketing is not what they're obsessed with. Yeah. Y'all, we are marketers through and through. Like bro, Chris is the most like thoroughbred ads guy you have ever met. It's all he freaking does. <clears throat> but we've really pivoted and we're obsessed with clients right now, dude. Like we are obsessed with fulfillment. Marketing is going to take second fiddle to fulfillment and delivery for our clients, which is a big yeah. statement. Yeah. Um, I'd say, you know, just to add to that real quick is, and this will, 
I think be a part of the third point, third lesson we have. But one of the reasons why we're, we're doing this, we even invest in ourselves. You know, we have, we've had several mentors. Jay is, is our current mentor we're working with him long-term. The reason we're doing that is for our clients, right? You, you probably have come to a stage, either you're there now, you've been there in the past, or you're getting close to it where you've gotten dull, right? You're, you're, you're a dull axe, right? So you haven't taken the time to sharpen yourself, whether it's your marketing skills, maybe your clients need that, your sales abilities, your clients need that, your mindset, your clients need that. You have to take the time to be sharpening yourself, making yourself better for the process that your clients go through. Yeah, 100%. 100%, bro, that was a good word. I got words for days. Number two, number one, you're going to have to do the hard thing for the sake of your clients. Number two, I think this is a big lesson for both of us, but I would say this is a bigger lesson for me because I'm more of an emotional person than Chris is. Chris is relatively stable. His office could be burning down and he just record the podcast like normal and uh, barely get out alive. But number two is stay connected to your vision to diminish burnout. Mm. Stay connected to your vision to diminish burnout. Um, so many people get lost in burnout because they forget what they're trying to do. They forget where they're headed to. You guys have heard the phrase light at the end of the tunnel, right? Well, there's a reason that we have that phrase. Cause if you don't have the light at the end of the tunnel, you're just in a black cave by yourself and you're going to probably not make it through. And so your vision is the light at the end of the tunnel. And uh, there were a couple moments in like March when we were like, man, dude, what are we like? You know, people look up to us. They think that we're the, we're the best. And we're like, and secretly like I'm waking up in the morning and I don't have any energy and I'm like tired and I'm frustrated. And I'm like, do we want to do this? Y'all, this is the most honest and vulnerable. You'll probably find anybody at our level being on a podcast, but it is, it's like our mission for you to yeah. see this stuff. And it's like, man, we had some conversations where it was like, dude, do we want to be doing this anymore? Cause we have other businesses. We have a million ways to make money. Like, do we want to be servant clients? But our vision is to impact millions of people. Marketing is like, you know, it's like scam city. We got marketing consultants who can't even get their own leads selling you marketing services. We've got fat health coaches. It's like, listen, our mission is to correct the pollution and clean up the water in the marketing world. That's our vision. That's our mission. And really staying connected to your outcome ultimately is going to give you the energy and the torque to make it through resistance. Elon Musk has such a powerful vision that it don't matter if he's going bankrupt. It doesn't matter if he's losing a million dollars. You know, in quarter one, he lost $6,000 per minute, the company. It was like $6,200 per minute. But dude, his vision is so strong. He's like, whatever. He's like, whatever, bitches. If you want to sell our stock, sell our stock. Like, we're going. You listen to him. And he's just got this power because he's so committed to the vision. And you got to get there or else you're going to dip out at the first thing that doesn't go your way. Yes. So on point, dude. Number three. Number three. The greatest ROI you can find anywhere is investing into yourself. It's interesting where, you know, we'll have clients come in or we'll just, you know, something I just notice is someone will get a win 
right? They've either invested with us or they've invested maybe in the course or something. They get a win and then they stop investing. It's like if you go to the stock market, you put money into the market and let's say you make 20% and then you just stop. You stop putting money into the market. You stop investing. That would be the dumbest thing that you could ever do, right? Yeah. And so often, so many people, they stop investing in themselves. They stop honing their skills. They stop honing their mindset and how they think about things and continue to sharpen their, their thought processes. Um, and it's just a, it's a tragedy. It's an absolute tragedy because we've known from our own experience and then working with clients who have just gone from seven grand, 10 grand a month to Cheryl Ann, she just did her first hundred grand month in a year. It's because she continued to invest in herself. Bro, she so did like 130 grand. Yeah. Don't sell yourself short. Don't ever stop investing in yourself. Um, because it's not static. It's a dy- dynamic thing and everything around you is moving. Everything around you is growing. It's evolving. So if you don't grow, if you don't evolve, you will get stagnant and you'll decline. Don't Dude, do it. Let me just bring that gold nugget closer to home. Okay. If I can for a second. It's amazing how I see people kind of sometimes copying us or modeling us on social media and they'll be like, um, you know, I'm the best in the world. I've got the best program, blah, blah, blah. And then they'll sign up for a strategy call or something with us. And I'll be like, who have you invested in? They're like, I haven't invested in anybody. It's like, dude, you don't give a shit about your clients at all. Let's not depersonalize the issue at hand. Mm-hmm. If you're taking clients, like how dumb, you guys are like, probably think I'm going crazy right now, but this is like a big deal for me. Like this is my soapbox. <laughs> if you can't tell. It's like, imagine like the, the brain surgeon coming out of the operating room being like, well, it was a great learning lesson, learning on the job and the dude dies. It's like, that's what you're doing to your clients. You're not investing into mentorship, education, information, skill sets, and you're practicing on people who are risking their livelihoods to pay you. Yeah. Dude, the world would like be better off if you just got a job. If you're not investing into yourselves, you don't care about your clients. You do not. It's impossible. Because if you do, you're going to spend the money, spend the time, invest the resources to make sure that if they give you money, you are taking care of that money and that investment. And I had this conversation with our team about a month and a half ago. I was like, your number, what we do is we are in the business of protecting clients' investments. That is the rule. It's like, well, can I send them a book? If it protects their investment, then yes. Can I, take, can I take them to lunch? If it protects their investment, then yes. That is our job. And we'll make investment decisions based on that one goal. And to be honest, spending the money we spent with Jay works to protect our clients' money that they spend with us. Yeah. So we, you know, if you ever stop investing in yourself, you, you need to go back to the drawing board because you, you only care about yourself now. Is that too harsh? No, that's spot on. People need to hear it. And that was a whole hell of a lot of money too. Yeah. Yeah, I was. All right. You ready? For and we the made that thing? decision. No. We made that decision in what? Five minutes. Five, five or six minutes. Yep. A six figure investment. Boom. You want to hit the last one? Good. Good. Uh, number four, think 20 years, not two weeks. This is really easy to say, but it's really hard to do. How many times do people sit down 
and be like, oh man, how do I get money like this week? What can I do to like do something this week? Blah, blah, blah. People are so short term. And uh, we've really, I think, gotten really good at forcing ourselves away from short term and into long term, long term thinking. Like we will lose money on different things for the long term. We will take hits on certain things in the short term for the long term. And it goes beyond just like, okay, how much money do you want to have in 20 years? Like, that's good for you to have, like have that goal. But it goes beyond that. It's like, how do I want my clients who hire me now to think about me in 20 years? Oh, oh, now we're getting onto like some more intense topics. It's like, how do I want to feel about myself in 20 years? How, Chris, how do you want your wife to feel about you in 20 years? I want her to still love me. <laughs> this is it. This is it. Like the things that we do today create patterns that affect the reality we live in 10 mm. years, 20 years, 30 years from now. And some of, some of the people, I hate to say it, are like, in 20 years, I'm going to be a millionaire. But you won't even invest $7 a month to get a paper newsletter to teach you how to take care of your clients. It's like, okay, you know what? Your behavior now is short-term thinking. You're like, oh, I could get a Starbucks with that $7. Well, you are never going to be a billionaire in 20 years because you're creating patterns in your life that are actually going to set the trend for 20 years. And so we try to think like, you know, Ray Dalio has got this first order consequence, seven order, second order, third order, and it's designed to teach you long-term. Like what's the first order consequence of me investing this money? Well, it sucks. My bank account goes down. Oh, I freaks out. X, Y, Z. But the second, third, fourth are usually the opposite of the first. You know what I mean? Yes. Patterns. Patterns. That's all I got, That's all I got for today. Yeah, we can tell when someone, where someone's going to be in six months, a year, two years down the road, based on their actions today. It was that dude actually I saw in our group. Um, you talked to him in January, right? He, I think he just decided to try on his own. You, did you know what I'm talking about? The one in the group where people are like, what's the story? Like, what's the update? Weston. Crickets. Yeah. He gone. He not doing anything. He's in he the gone. same place. Yeah. I imagine he's embarrassed because he hasn't responded to anybody. Yeah. It is what it is. Crickets. Don't be that person. Don't be everything it. that you want is available to you right now. If you do the right things. It's a great word. Stop man. being scared. Stop being scared of, of money. All right. So check this out. Chickity check. If you, if you go to, uh, if you go to the podcast and iTunes, you can click the little button that says write a review and, uh, you can actually leave a rating on what you think about the podcast. Isn't that something? Wow. I'll tell you what, man, technology's Whoa. come a long way since Whoa. the 60s. Whoa. <laughs> uh, so we would love to hear from you. Feedback's amazing. Like I said, we've been real busy. Like we've been redoing a bunch of stuff. We're just kind of getting back into the hang of these podcasts. And uh, if there's anything you want to hear about in particular, leave a review. Let us know in the review. We will read the review and uh, we'll start talking about some more stuff that you want to. And get the memos, trafficandfunnels.com slash memos. They're getting real good lately. Things are heating up. Real good. Do you have any jokes to uh, 
send us on our way today, Chris? No, I don't. Sorry. Well, glad you prepared for this moment. Your one job for the podcast. It's no worries. All right, guys. Leave us a review, grab the memos, and we'll see you next week or this week in a couple days. I don't know. I don't even know what the schedule is. We're the smartest guys in marketing. (laughs) Goodbye. That's the only thing that matters. All right. See you guys. Bye. What's up, everybody? Chris here. And just want to take a minute and say thank you so much for listening to the Smartest Guys in Marketing podcast. We really appreciate you hanging out with us. Um, Please go leave a review on iTunes, whether it's positive or negative. We want to hear your feedback and know what you're thinking and how we can improve. Um, And if you know anybody that needs to hear what we're saying, please share with them. And the last thing I have to tell you today is if you haven't gotten the monthly memos, jump over there and grab it at trafficandfunnels.com slash memos. Here's the deal. The monthly memos is an opportunity for us to download what's happening in our business with our clients. And that's from mindset to marketing, to strategy, to tactics, to traffic, to funnels, uh, business operations across the board. We are able to just break down and give to you what's happening. So our journey is to make a big impact. We want to make a massive impact on people's lives. And for us to do that, we're doing things like the monthly memos. We want you to get ahead faster and make a lot less mistakes than what we have made. And I think it's a great medium for you to do that. So jump over there, grab that. The price is ridiculously low. And we, we did that for a reason, just so there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to jump on there. Travelingfunnels.com slash memos. And uh, listen, again, really, really appreciate you guys.